Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Next Generation. Um, I'm your host, Jenna Norman, and I'm coming to you from freezing but sunny upstate New York. It's opening day for hunting season, and my entire family hunts, including my sister. I'm not much of a hunter. I don't like to kill animals. Um, Makes me really sad, but I definitely like to eat them. They are delicious. They are delicious. Um, But hunting up here is like a religion. Uh, Growing up, my father would have his clothes, um, his hunting clothes hanging outside for like weeks leading up to hunting season. You know, there's doe pee everywhere. Um, It's like a holiday around here. Pretty much um, everyone is like on vacation for the first week of hunting season. So we um, hope everyone had a good week. We have a lot to talk about today. So I'm going to jump right in. Um, you know, I'm always worried I'm not going to have anything to talk about or I don't know what I'm going to talk about, but it's never a dull moment in this country. Like I don't know if it's always been this way or did it just happen when Trump took office back in 2016 that it's just been nonstop chaos ever since? I don't know, but there's always... There's always something to talk about. Um, as Shannon Joy likes to say, it's Groundhog Day political hell, and she's absolutely right. I call it Idiocracy 1984 because everything is dumb and everything is evil. Uh, for for example, a New York City subway passenger was arrested for firing a warning shot to defend a woman from, from being robbed, but it, it gets worse. She's the victim. She's going to testify against him because she believes he shouldn't have gone that far and used a gun to protect her. Like this guy, you know, saved you from being robbed or worse. And now you're going to testify against him because he had a gun and you don't like guns or something. And this is, it's unbelievable. Uh, We have Eric Adams He's making more cuts to the NYPD because uh, the, of the impact of illegal aliens in New York City. The, <laughs> you know, I, I'm I'm pro cop. I know not all cops are good, but with the cities the way they are, and everything is just mass chaos. Like we're and you're gonna defund the police even more. Uh, my gosh. Um, we have people all over the country chanting from the river to the sea, Palestine will be free, which if you don't know, that means they want to exterminate the Jews. And most of these idiots out protesting don't even know what they're protesting for. There was a video I caught. It was like one of the man on the street interviews. And this gentleman asked, uh, these two uh, young female protesters, like, what did you think about the attack on Israel on October 7th? And they're like, what? That that didn't happen. What are you talking about? We didn't hear about that. Like, they don't even know what's going on. It's just, it's just crazy. Um, I have so much to talk about today. We have dueling communists with Kathy Hochul and Nikki Haley, the latest on Trump and Con Inc., Uh, the Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens feud and why you should care about that. Um, Update on the COVID vaccine injury hearing and the latest stupid trend on TikTok. All right. Oh, uh, Tim Tim Scott suspended his uh, presidential campaign this week. I'm sure everyone is super sad and shocked, but all right, moving on. So the dueling communists, Kathy Hochul and Nikki Haley are going full commie with this social media surveillance stuff. 
Kathy Hochul announced that New York is, quote unquote, collecting data from surveillance efforts on social media. She has assembled a social media analyst unit and will um, contact people who commit, quote unquote, hate speech. This, of course, is to ensure the safety of all New Yorkers. It's always for our safety. Um, Sure, Kathy. I call her the Wicked Witch of the East. Um, We thought we were doing good getting rid of Cuomo, but this woman is so much worse. She told people uh, she wore a vaxxed necklace like a um to show that she was vac uh vaccinated and she told people to go out and be her disciples and uh tell people to get the shot i mean this lady is just bat shit crazy um nikki haley who is still running for president god help us um she proposed this week to deprive law-abiding citizens of their First Amendment rights. It says, Nikki Haley asserts that allowing people to post on social media anonymously is a national security threat. She promises that as president, she will force every person on social media to be verified by their name. Um, That's completely unconstitutional. We just lived through a time, and, and we're still living through a time, where People get fired for their political views, their views on COVID, their views on the transgender agenda, anything about Biden or big pharma or anti-government. People are losing their jobs for voicing their opinion. And so this is just crazy. This surveillance state stuff is being pushed by the Uniparty, you know, because it is a Uniparty, and by Donald Trump. I think Nikki Haley is taking a a talking point from Donald Trump. He tweeted back on May 24th. This is 2013. This is going back a ways. He says, it should be mandatory that all haters and losers use their real name or identification when tweeting. They will no longer be so brave. I mean, this is, this is not, uh, not how this should be run and you should be able to be anonymous on social media. Um, We also have Biden, he just came out, well, we all know he doesn't do anything. He's he's just a puppet. But um, he released his new plan on digital equity. Equity, I hate that word. Um, It says the Biden administration has a new plan for digital equity, which masquerades as a way to control every aspect of the internet. This plan will affect all internet services and infrastructure and calls for the Federal Communications Commission to apply a far-reaching set of government controls. Never before in the roughly 40-year history of the public internet has the FCC, or any federal agency for that matter, claimed this degree of control over it. This is breathtaking control of all information, Glenn Beck warns. Um, This is... Not good. Not good. Especially for someone like me who's quite vocal against the government on Facebook. Like, I'm definitely going to be on a list. I'm sure I'm already on a list. But I talked about last week the gentleman who's being put in prison for posting a meme about Hillary Clinton. Like, this is going to start happening to all of us. And even if you stopped now, I mean, they're going to go back and dig through all of your social media and find a reason to fine you, lock you up. I mean, this is just this is just craziness. All right. All right. On to which you all should know by now, my favorite subject, uh, Trump stuff. So Donald Trump stuff. Yes, more Trump and MAGA cult stuff. Because 
because I want and need people to wake up to what's going on. Like, this is not the Donald Trump of 2016 or even 2020. I mean, maybe I had the wool pulled over my eyes back in 2016. Um, I don't know, but this is just the stuff that's going on right now is is craziness. So Truth Social announced a merger milestone as filings show a $73 million loss. Um, Trump is in huge financial trouble. You know, with the lawsuits and all that stuff, he's in huge financial trouble. Uh, Truth Truth Social sucks. Um, I, you know, was on the wait list to get on it. And this was before Elon took over Twitter. And I thought it was going to be an awesome free speech site where I would stop getting put in Facebook jail. And I thought I was going to be able to go there and speak my mind. But it just ended up being a huge echo chamber. And it still censored people. Aaron McIntyre from the Steve Day Show, he put something on True Social um, questioning something about transgenderism. I don't remember what it was. And his his post got taken down. So they still censor over there unless you're you know beating the drum to the MAGA cult. Um, <laughs> I, so let's, let's just, I'm going to tell you the definition of a grifter because I use that word a lot and I want you guys to know what I'm talking about. It's a grifter is a con artist and someone who swindles people out of money through fraud. So that that's what I'm talking about when I call all these people grifters, because I'm going to use that word quite a bit today. But last week, I talked about how Sh- Shannon Joy questioned if Rumble had financial ties to Trump. And then Dan Bongino freaked out and told her she was a piece of poop. Well, turns out she was right. Brian Johnson. Um, this guy on Twitter, great follow, did a bunch of investigating and reports that True Social and Rumble are in a death spiral. I'm not going to go into all the financials, um, but what's going on with True Social and Rumble and all these grifters is very deceiving. Um, we have a group of people, the MAGA grifters. They're no better than liberals. They're they're just like the mainstream media except on the right and dividing everyone on the right. So last week I talked about how MAGA is a money-making scheme or an industry. But I'm going to go further this week and I'm calling MAGA a PSYOP. Now, not every Trump supporter. This is the MAGA cult I'm talking about. Like This is a whole different level. If you're a Trump supporter because you liked the things that he did, I mean, I don't agree with you that he should be our president again, but I get it. I I truly think we need to move on from him. But I'm specifically talking about the MAGA cult, grifter, QAnon, crazy people. Um, A term that Dr. Malone used for COVID, he used uh, mass formation psychosis. And that is what's happening here is mass, mass formation psychosis. They are ramming Trump down our throats and calling him the inevitable winner for the GOP. There, there hasn't been a single vote cast, guys. Like we, we aren't even to the Iowa caucuses yet, but they're just constantly, constantly saying Trump's inevitable. He's, you know, no one should even run against him. Everyone needs to drop out and throw their support behind Trump. Like, no, that's why we have elections. Like this is just got to stop. Like this is just like the early days of COVID. 
it's fifth generation warfare stuff. Um, tr- Trump's campaign is is a money laundering campaign, you know, to pay off all of his legal fees. He's dumping tons of money into these grifters like Charlie Kirk, Dan Bongino, Candace Owens, and now Tucker Carlson. Um, I'm going to get to more on Tucker Carlson a little bit later. Well, we just had Laura Loomer, who's she is the, the, like one of the worst humans to ever walk the earth. She is absolutely terrible. She just doxed Riley Gaines. Riley Gaines was a swimmer who had to compete against the um, transgender swimmer. But she doxed Riley Gaines and like called her out for receiving money from DeSantis. Well, she endorsed DeSantis and she did a speaking event where she was paid to go speak. But with what Riley speaks out against, which is um, biological men and women's sports, and we just had this trans shooter shoot up this school, Laura Loomer just doxed her, which, you know, if you don't know what that means, she put her ad- her home address all over the internet, all over the internet. This is so dangerous and shame on her. She sh- Honestly, she should be banned from social media for this. You can't dox people like that. It's this is it's just dangerous. And she is a complete psychopath. She is a psychopath. And they want um they want her to be, oh, what's it called? It's what KJP is, um, a spokesperson for Donald Trump's when he get if he gets into office. I can't remember. Anyways, uh, don't smoke weed, guys. Just kidding. Anyways, they're trying, they're trying to tell you that he is the only person that can save our country. It's just stupid. That's just stupid. It's so bizarre. He needs to win so he can make a deal with the Democrats to keep himself out of jail. He's a con man. Like this is this is why he's running. Um, he's almost friggin' eighty years old. We got to get these old ass people out of our freaking government. Um, he doesn't care about our country. He doesn't care about conservatism. True Social, Rumble, Con Inc.—they are all a house of cards. And it's all tied to Trump winning. If he doesn't win, these grifters and conservative big talkers and rumble and true social, they're all going to lose millions and millions of dollars. And so something is very, very off about this. Um, Trump, Trump's now pro-choice. He's going after the Supreme Court judges that he appointed He's done nothing to help the January Sixers. He added $8 trillion to the debt. He shut down the economy, shut down the country, supported red flag laws, passed a bump stock ban, and then, you know, Operation Warp Speed, the CARES Act that brought mail-in voting, the First Step Act that let tons of prisoners out of jail, and he did nothing to stop the BLM or Antifa riots. Like, these are not conservative values. Trump is not a conservative. He's just not. So now we have this guy from BLM. He's the co-founder of BLM in Rhode Island. He comes out and he's endorsing Trump. Like, seriously? So BLM's endorsing Trump now? Like, what's what's next? We're going to have Planned Parenthood come out and support Trump too? God, to these people, Trump, Trump was literally Hitler. And now they're backing him. You know, and just makes you wonder how much money Trump gave to this guy to come out and endorse him. Um, all, all of all of this stuff that Trump did happens, and the big conservative talkers out there are just running cover for him. It, it's it's gaslighting. It's not right. It's dirty. 
these people get their talking points. Like they're, uh, they were saying that Trump is going to win the black vote because of his mugshot. How is that not racist? Like I, <laughs> that is actually racist. Um, Twitter and Rumble are supposed to be, well, Twitter's pretty good, but Rumble's supposed to be free speech platforms. And all they're doing is featuring Trump and they're suppressing anyone who's independent or who supports DeSantis. I don't know. This is the whole thing is just wrong and it's weird. There are so many lies being told, and they're just trying to divide the right. I mean, this is a massive, this massive, massive push for Trump is a psyop. So I want to I want to share this tweet with you from Jeffrey Tucker from the Brownstone Institute. He's he's incredible. And this kind of sums up like what I'm talking about. So about 18 months ago, it became obvious based on everything I was hearing from Trump adjacent realms that DeSantis was declared enemy number one and that smearing and destroying him for his disloyalty was necessary for everyone who wants to be in the good graces of Trump. Number two, there was to be no talk at all of what Trump did to the country and the world from March 10th, 2020 on, and the subject would be buried in an Orwellian fashion. So basically, we can't talk about COVID with Trump. Any influencer, writer, journalist, or intellectual who does not adhere to both one and two would also be treated as the enemy, which anyone who supports DeSantis is you're automatically treated as enemy, as an enemy. Everything that has unfolded since that time has confirmed this, which is why Trump has never asked any serious or detailed questions about the bureaucratic coup that happened right under his nose, which he approved. So he nails it. He absolutely nails it. He's such a smart guy. Um, we, you know, you know, I believe that's one of the reasons why Trump won't debate, especially with DeSantis on the stage, because Trump will be made to look like a fool. And, you know, we just can't have that. We can't have the truth coming out about what what Trump did. So, all right, let's talk about Tucker Carlson. It's just keeps getting crazier. So I used to like his monologues on Fox. I thought he was good. I never watched Fox News, but I'd catch his clips on Twitter. You know, and he was good. And but now that he's left Fox and is just on Twitter, he's jumped right into the MAGA grift. Uh, he Trump actually used to or Tucker used to hate Trump. So there was these text messages that were released about Tucker. Um, I don't remember when it was uh, right before the time that he got booted from Fox. But this is what Tucker says about Trump. I hate him passionately. I blew up at Peter Navarro today in frustration. He added referring to the former Trump administration official. I actually like Peter, but I can't handle much more of this. He wrote in another another text message. That's the last four years. We're all pretending we've got a lot to show for it because admitting what a disaster it's been is too tough to digest. But come on, there isn't really an upside to Trump. So and we've heard him talk about how bad the COVID vaccine is and what Trump did in reaction, you know, the stuff that he did, the lockdowns, you know, stuff uh, about COVID. Tucker was blasting him. But now, now Tucker's all in for Trump. Like, this is what I mean about the gaslighting and lying. Like, he's he's a fraud. So over the weekend, Trump, Tucker Carlson, Dana White, who's the president of the UFC, Kid Rock and Trump Jr. all walked into the UFC fight at Madison Square Garden together. And all of MAGA 
lost their minds like a bunch of teenage girls at a Backstreet Boys concert. It was absolutely ridiculous. They're calling them like the white knights or just dumb, dumb shit. And Dana White recently signed a deal with Bud Light. Like we were all protesting and boycotting Bud Light. But then Dana White signs a a deal with Bud Light as a sponsor, but it's okay because he likes Trump. So we're not we're not gonna um, we're not gonna talk about that. And then Kid Rock, he still sells Bud Light at his bar in Nashville after he made this huge spectacle about shooting all these cases of Bud Light on the internet. But then he still sells it at his like these are not serious people. These are not serious people. And so because Tucker walked out with Trump at the UFC fight, they're all saying that uh, Tucker's going to be Trump's uh, vice president. Like, oh, my word. You know, it's funny how quickly people flip flop when Trump and Trump's money is involved. Like, so Tucker just had an interview with Candace Owens and he had her on to complain about the fight between her and Ben Shapiro. I'm going to get to more of that in a minute. But the interview was despicable. So Candace says, she's talking about DeSantis supporters here. She says, they support the military industrial complex, uh, that we are anti-free speech, and that we are the former never Trump wing of the party. Like all of this is just a plain bald faced lie. Every DeSantis supporter that I know either voted for Trump at least one or two times. Like we are not never Trumpers. We are not liberals. This is just more gaslighting and lies. Um, Tucker also gave a terrible softball interview to Trump during the first debate. And of course, he didn't ask him anything about COVID. But it, you know, he turned but he turns around and then he interviews Candace, asking her about her beef with Ben Shapiro over the vaccines. While while like, and he was literally sitting across from the self-proclaimed father of the vaccine. You know, the COVID is one of the biggest issues of our time. And Tucker couldn't even bring it up when he was talking with Trump. Yet he takes Candace's side on the vaccine over Ben Shapiro. It, it's believe, unbelievable. Tucker, Tucker says that the COVID vaccines are one of his top three issues. Yet he couldn't bother to ask a single question to Donald Trump about it. it this is just stupid. It's stupid. It frustrates me, obviously. I'm sure you can tell that by now. Okay, let's move on to Ben Shapiro and Candace. Owens, they are part of the Daily Wire. I think Ben's like one of the owners. I don't really know. But anyways, why even talk about this Ben and Candace feud? So I I believe they want us fighting fighting with each other, you know, taking sides and dividing us. Ben and Candace are both multimillionaires and they make their money off of clicks and shares, which which is fine. But the problem is they both gaslight and lie to us. You know, Ben has a number one conservative podcast in the country and Candace is not far behind. So first, my beef with Ben Shapiro. He called his entire audience dopes and berated them for not getting the vaccine. But then, you know, after all the injuries and deaths start pouring in, he comes out and says that, oh, I'm so sorry. You know, we were we were lied to about the vaccine. You know, I didn't know. Like, come on. He's supposed to be one of the smartest people in the world. But he didn't 
take time to look into any of the actual science and information on these vaccines. He just calls his entire audience dopes. Um, so he comes out and says, oh, no, we were lied to. But then he never speaks about the vaccines again. Like, he just memory holes the vaccines and that he picked on his audience, never talks about the vaccine injuries. He just totally moves on like it, like it never even happened. So then Candace. All right, she was against the shot which is good. She had a whole series on Parlor about a shot in the dark, which was about the childhood vaccine schedule. That is all great, but that kind of the vaccine thing started her feud with Ben. But Candace is now this newly self-proclaimed Christian uh, while she's out there pimping Andrew Tate as a role model for Christian men. If you don't know who Andrew Tate is, he's this disgusting womanizer, sex trafficker, who's done terrible, terrible things to women to make his millions and millions of dollars. Um, She's also given Kanye West, who has come out and said that he loves Hitler. And then freaking Nick Fuentes, who's just God awful. Um, She gives these people a platform to spread their Jew-hating views and beliefs. And then Candace paints these people as heroes. It's disgusting. Um, Tucker Carlson also gave Andrew Tate a platform and interviewed him. Like, why? Why are they giving these disgusting people so much airtime? Um, Candace went after Steven Crowder, who's another podcaster, because of a leaked video between him and his wife. They were fighting. He was berating her. It was pretty, it was pretty bad. But she like, freaks out on Steven Crowder, but then she turns around and interviews Andrew Tate. Like, are you kidding me? They're trying to prop this dude up as like the next manly conservative voice. Like, no, <laughs> he's not a role model. Um, and then remember, Candace was a leftist until Trump came along. And then she hopped on the Trump train because she saw an opportunity there to make lots and lots of money. But she raged against Ron Paul's Tea Party movement. And she she even had her own website. She started a website to dox conservatives. I I just but we we elevate these people like they're these beacons of freedom and a voice for our freedom, and they're just a bunch of lying grifters. I can't stand it. Um, she she's not very Christiany. Um, so the latest feud. Between them is Ben is pro-Israel. Obviously, he's Jewish. And Candace is apparently anti-Israel. Ben called her out on it. And then she immediately plays the victim. She even got in a fight with Pedro Gonzalez on Twitter. And she was like, I can't believe you're tweeting this at a pregnant woman. Like, you're a political figure. You can't handle tweeting because you're pregnant and you use that as some sort of victim card. Like, just stop. Just stop. Um. But then she starts posting Christ is King as a jab at Ben. Like nothing bothers me more than when so-called Christians post Bible verses while having zero Christian values. She's hiding behind scripture and attacking other people. It's like they're using this. And when she posted that, all of her other MAGA cultists posted the same exact thing. There was like 20, 30 different accounts that are all of a sudden Christ is King, Christ is King. Um, they're using it as a buzzword for anti-Semitism. Like, don't be fooled. So anyway, they both have these huge platforms 
And all they do is gaslight and lie to make their millions. And I don't think this feud between them is any different. It's just meant to divide us and drive up their engagement. It's all so fake. We have we have major, major issues in this country. And they're fighting about nonsense and dividing us. And all these MAGA cult grifter people, they're going to cause us to lose the general election to the left. Like, mark my words. So... Uh, adding so adding to the list of grifters, this is kind of extremely odd, but the list just keeps getting longer and longer. We have Rasmussen polling. <laughs> um, this past week, they blocked a ton of DeSantis supporters for calling out their bias. Like polling polling places should not have a bias, um, and they claim to be independent. Uh, they said so. They said in quote. A coordinated wave of fake DeSantis supporters swarmed us today, called us biased, stone cold ignorant about polling, and they got blocked for their efforts. Bye bye, name callers. It's like, seriously? First of all, the counts weren't fake. There are a ton of people I know, and they were telling the truth. The polls are crap. It, it's all the polls are rigged in favor of Donald Trump. They, the polls have not been right since before 2016. And Trump used to scream, fake poll, you know, fake polls. The polls are fake. But now all of a sudden, the polls are the greatest polls ever, the best polls we've ever seen. Like, please. Uh, Trump's major talking point is that he's so far ahead in the polls that DeSantis should just drop out. You know, that he everyone should just drop out of the race and get behind Trump. Like, stop it. This is straight up propaganda. Any polling firm that is actively engaging in political discourse should be instantly dismissed and mocked and shamed and all of the above. I mean, this is just absurd. All right, moving moving on from the Trump grifter stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of you that are probably happy about that, but I need I need to get it out of my head. So Mike Johnson, the new speaker of the House, well, he's he's already sold us out. I know everyone is so shocked. People are say, people were saying, you know, give him a chance. He's a good Christian. He's a family man. He's got a biblical worldview. Well, right out of the gate, he caves to the Democrats. Um, and he just came out and endorsed Trump. You know, no no shocker there. I I honestly feel like the speaker should remain neutral, but whatever. The GOP all talks about these big cons- this big conservative game, and then they cave to the left every time every time they cave to the left we the gop has no backbone no morals no values they just suck um so they just passed the continuing resolution that keeps our spending at nancy pelosi levels like this is not good it's not good guys they basically gave biden a blank check to butt f us on the invasion at the southern border, more inflation, political targeting, you know, Biden's thing I talked about earlier, more Green New Deal crap, funding Iran, <laughs> and now they they all went on vacation a week early. You know, this is disgusting. It's disgusting. Um, new speaker is the same as the old speaker. New boss, same as the old boss. Like, I'm sure we're all so surprised that uh, this has happened. So, all right. There was a vaccine injury hearing on Monday. This is what they call a field hearing 
not an actual hearing because apparently vaccine injury isn't important enough to have a real hearing. Um, but it was facilitated by Matt Gates and Marjorie Taylor Greene. Now, I don't really care for either of them, but I do appreciate their effort in bringing awareness to how dangerous these vaccines are. The speakers were Dr. Kimberly Biss, who is an OBGYN, Dr. Robert Malone, and attorney Thomas Renz. So first up, uh, Dr. Biss, she testified, and I'm going to read to you what she said. She says, I've never seen this before. Dr. Kimberly Bliss shares alarming fertility data and the injuries caused by COVID vaccines. From what I've seen, my average miscarriage rate in 2020 month to month was 4%. That was normal. My miscarriage rate from year to year went up 100%. In 2021, the average miscarriage rate month to month was seven point, or between 7 and 8%. We peaked in November of that year for some reason, and actually when non-clinical staff member came up to her and said, Dr. Biss, you realize we've had eight miscarriages this month, which in a practice that delivers 20 to 25 patients, that's a huge number. In 2022, the average month-to-month rate was 15%. Now that was up until November. I will tell you in December, I've never seen this before. We had 41 newly registered patients, 13 of them lost their babies. So that's 25% right there. You know, that is devastating, devastating. Um, Dr. Malone, uh, he says, there is a reason why these products typically require up to a decade to be proven to be safe and effective. And it was not prudent and not in the interest of protecting the citizens of the United States or the world to bypass those tested processes. Remember, the underlying thesis here is that we had 3.4% case fatality rate and was told to us again and again and again, and it was a lie. Whew. All right. So we have Thomas Renz, who's one of the attorneys, and I'll read to you what the uh, Vigilant Fox reported about what Thomas Renz said. He, he says he accused the CIA in the Department of Defense of being deeply involved with COVID-19. You know, everyone pray for his safety. Good gracious. Um, Attorney Tom Runt leveled serious allegations against the U.S. Department of Defense and the Central Intelligence Agency in a fiery testimony Monday during the injuries caused by COVID-19's vaccines, hearing claiming their deep involvement in the COVID-19 pandemic. First, Attorney Renz, highlighted an overlooked aspect of the COVID-19 vaccine distribution process. He said, when someone got this COVID shot, they didn't get it from Pfizer or Moderna. They got it from the DOD. The DOD distributed this. The contract with our federal government requires requires them to distribute this, and the DOD had to ensure that there was absolute immunity. If you want to sue someone right now, you're going to have to sue the DOD, and good luck. Next, Attorney Renz raised raised questions about EcoHealth Alliance's role in creating SARS-CoV-2, in which he developed a legal case against the organization. Um, I won't read this whole thing for you, but uh, he had a lot to say. You know, he's he's got balls. I'll give him that. But um, so this whole hearing goes on. You know, I don't know what will come of it. I hope something will. But interestingly enough... As this was going on, the DOG, the DOJ posted a new jobs ad, and they're looking for attorneys to defend the federal government in vaccine injury cases. So 
they're gearing up. I'm assuming they know that these cases are coming. Uh, so I, we'll, you know, we'll keep an eye on it. Hopefully we'll get somewhere. But on Tuesday, Marjorie Taylor Greene introduced an amendment that prohibits the funding for the promotion and implementation or enforcement of the CDC recommendation to add the COVID vaccine to the childhood and adolescent vaccine schedule. It should be pulled from the market completely, not just off the childhood vaccine schedule, but completely. But, you know, this, it's a start. It's a start. Um, while all this is going on, Bloomberg reports, uh, with, the co- with COVID back and winter approaching, is it safe to dine indoors? Like, are you kidding me? We're still doing this. Are you, like, there was, I was leaving work yesterday and there was people, it was downpouring, downpouring when I was leaving work yesterday. And there was people outside in the pouring rain with their masks on. Like, I can't wrap my head around this level of the sheer stupidity. Um, if you're still deathly afraid of COVID and worried about COVID at this point, you are completely out of touch with the science and you're, you're just completely out of touch with reality. I, good gracious. Um, all right, moving on. I was going to talk about Gavin Newsom cleaning up San Francisco for Xi Jinping. They don't really care other than apparently cleaning up the streets and uh, taking care of the homeless problem is totally possible if a communist dictator is coming to visit. Um, but I do think Gavin Newsom is going to be the Democratic nominee for president. Biden just had a speech a couple days ago. I mean, and what you could understand of it, he did say that Gavin Newsom, he can have the job that Biden's looking for. So, you know, they're planting these seeds there. I think they're going to put Gavin Newsom in there because Biden's just not going to make it. He's, he's not going to make it. I've been saying Gavin Newsom's going to run for months. You know, I really think it's going to be him. Um, and if they put Gavin Newsom up against Trump, we're screwed. We're so screwed. So, okay. Lastly, TikTok's latest trend. I hate TikTok. I don't do TikTok. I think it's a cancer on our culture. It's a giant waste of time. And people spend way too much of their lives on it. It's also corrupting every, everyone's minds, not just kids, everyone's minds. And it's making people dumber. Uh, but the latest trend is these liberal creators on TikTok are promoting and encouraging people to read Osama bin Laden's Letter to America. And I have a screenshot here to read to you. This is just dumb. Uh, new, the latest trend on TikTok is liberal creators promoting and encouraging people to read terrorist Osama bin Laden's Letter to America. Many users appear to sympathize with bin Laden, who was responsible for 9-11. In his letter, bin Laden outlines al-Qaeda's motives behind the 9-11 terrorist attacks. These TikTok users have touted the letter as uh, making them question why certain acts of terror, including 9-11, are really considered terrorism. In bin Laden's letter, he justifies the 9-11 attacks where nearly 3,000 Americans were killed due to the U.S. support of Israel. Bin Laden wrote that the creation of Israel is a crime that must be erased. Calling for violence, he added, each and every person whose hands have become polluted in the contribution towards Israel's founding ought to pay its price and pay for it heavily. So all these liberals are having like this quote unquote, in their words, existential crisis. It's funny how they all use the same exact talking points. Um, 
<laughs> this just improves that the indoctrination on TikTok is working. You know, it is a freaking cancer on our society. It's a 5G warfare weapon. It's China acting on behalf of their bosses at the WEF. And none of these idiots were even alive during 9-11. Or, and if they were, they were babies. They don't even remember it. it this is so insane. Like, I, I don't think the government should ban TikTok because I don't think banning things is the way to go. But this is this is just stupid. You know, this is just stupid. Uh, and people people are obsessed with it. They're obsessed with TikTok. Like, I... I know quite a few people who spend hours and hours a day just TikToking. Is that what you call it? TikToking? I don't know. Um, but it's people are obsessed. They're getting terrible information. They're being brainwashed to be little terrorists. It's it's terrible. Do not let your kids or teens or young adults use TikTok. Delete that crap off your phone and stop wasting your time. Like TikTok just needs to go away. So that uh, pretty much sums it up for news this week. Um, I guess uh, for encouragement this week, I don't have a lot of encouragement this week, to be honest with you. Um, I've had a pretty bad week. I had some pretty devastating, I guess you could call it, stuff happen this week. But um, I'm trying to dig deep and just trust the Lord and a couple of weeks ago, one of my friends, Pat, at church, she's one of the elders, she said she felt called to give me this ring. Um, she had this ring at home, and she felt called to give it to me. And it is um, you know, a ring you put on your finger, but engraved in it is Romans 8.28. And it just, you know, God works in great ways. I've been trying to say this first over and over and over, and it really resonates with me this week. Um, but so Romans 8, 28 is, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Um, so basically, you know, I take that as even when terrible, terrible things happen, um, you feel like shit, you're down in the dumps, you asking God, why, like, why is this happening to me? Why, why is all this terrible shit happening to me? You know, he's not responsible for all the terrible stuff that happens in our lives. He's not, he's not responsible for it. Um, some of it's our free will, some of it's the enemy, but no matter what happens, no matter how bad it is, he will take everything and use it for good. So I guess there's, there's my bit of encouragement for you guys this week is even if you're going through terrible stuff and you just don't see a way out, um, God will guide you out of it and use it, use it for good, you know, to strengthen your faith. So there's, there's my encouragement for this week. Um, I want to mention shell sock, shell shock CBD, um, my favorite company for CBD products, Delta 8, Delta 9 products. They're veteran owned. They have a whole health and wellness line. Also, um, my friend Sheila from Shellshock, she's sending me this CBD bath salts to use. I'm super excited about that because I could definitely use some serious chilling out. Um, 
And then, so I've been using the CBD for my pets. I talked about how much I like the Delta 9. Um, but I also, I don't usually have trouble sleeping, but as I mentioned before, it's been a pretty trying week for me. And it's just kind of one of those times where you go try to go to bed and your mind just, you know, just will not shut off and your your mind is just spinning. Well, I tried the rack out CBD gummies. They're CBD and melatonin. Um, worked like a charm, out cold. Uh, so definitely if you have trouble sleeping, I recommend the rack out CBD gummies. Um, and you can use promo code JNorman, J-N-O-R-M-A-N. That's the first initial or the first letter of my first name and my last name, Norman, as in Norman Bates. <laughs> All right. So promo code JNorman at shellshockcbd.com. So thank you guys so much for listening this week. Uh, have a happy Thanksgiving because I won't uh, be back on till next weekend. You know, spend time with your family, unplug from all this madness and chaos, and eat tons of good food. Uh, watch football if you like football, but just just go out and enjoy your lives. And I hope you guys all have a wonderful week. Happy Thanksgiving, and I will see you next time on the Next Generation.